back to Gresham Keith on WEEI. Boy, we got a lot to talk about today with Ian Rappaport, NFL insider of NFL Network. And Rap Sheet is sponsored by Zooty. Build any app your company needs in one week. Visit Zooty.com for details. And by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Ian Rappaport with us on the Harbor One hotline. And Rap Sheet, let's jump right into it. So in Cleveland, Odell Beckham Jr. is basically being held out of practice while they're all figuring out what to do next. According to some reports, you can't do that with the CBA. What is going on in Cleveland with Beckham right now? Well, I mean, you definitely can do that. Um, you know, I mean, if it's really a situation where they say, you know, it would be better for all of us if you stayed home while we take a look at this and figure out what to do. And, I mean, he could show up if he wanted to. He could show up and say, I'm practicing, and they would say, okay, just practice, and then you'll play. Um, clearly, they're trying to figure out a resolution see where it's going to go, see if they have to release him, see if they're going to do something disciplinary, see if they are going to have him play and he and Baker can get on the same page. There are a lot of options here. Uh, And, I mean, it's not that dissimilar from the Deshaun Watson situation where he doesn't want to play in Houston. He's kind of excused from practice. He gets his money and he kind of does his own thing. It happens. We'll see which way the Brown situation goes. It's not great, obviously, because that is not the situation you want from your very talented receiver, but I can understand why I got to this point. But it doesn't Beckham want to play, or at least the reporting out there is that he wanted to go to practice or he intended to go to practice and it was the team that said don't. So wouldn't that be wouldn't that be different than Watson? I mean, I would have some questions on that, just to be honest. I'm not I'm not saying anything about anyone's reporting because I'm sure somebody was told that. I'm just saying, like, when you have your dad post videos of (laughs) of you being open and then no one's throwing you the ball, and then you have LeBron James tweet, you know, free Odell, does that sound like a team that you're really excited to go practice for? No, You know, like, to me, it seems like a separation strategy. So, like, people can say whatever they want. Like, yes, I'm sure Odell was standing on the front steps of his house you know, with his book bag waiting to go to practice only to have the teacher say stay home. But, like, <laughs> I would have some questions about that one. No, that's fair. I mean, I just I think it was Josina Anderson had the uh, ready-to-attend practice per usual in one of her reports. But I, I definitely see where you're coming from. If he does get released, how many teams and what teams do you think would be the most interested in bringing in Odell Beckham? What's very interesting here is he wouldn't be released. He would be waived because after the trade deadline, everyone is waived. Everyone has to go through waivers. So his contract is a lot. It's, um, it's, I think it's $8 million are left, right? So you'd have to have someone who'd be willing to pick up $8 million. But, you know, if you're a team, there's a couple of teams that could do that. Maybe one of them want him. You also say, well, let's say, you know, maybe the Browns work out a deal with them and say, we'll release you, but you got to give us back some money. Maybe his contract becomes a little less just on its base and he becomes a little more powerful. Like someone could claim him. Like he could want to go to the, let's just say the Saints. He could want to go to the Saints, but then the Jaguars claim him. Like, I don't know why they would, but I'm just saying like there could be all sorts of stuff that can happen. You know, maybe – I don't know. So it gets interesting if, once he gets to waivers. If he goes to waivers and makes it and is a free agent, I would say the teams to keep an eye on will be all the teams you would think, which are the Saints, 
maybe the Packers who, you know, looked for a pass catching tight end in the trade deadline time, but maybe could be looking for another weapon. What about the Raiders who obviously just lost Henry Ruggs to very tragic situations? Um, there's going to be a market there. I don't know how much he's going to make, but someone is going to sign him. Ian Rapport of the NFL Network with Gresham Keith each and every Thursday at 1045 here on the WEEI Sports Radio Network. Rapshi, the situation in Green Bay is very interesting. Aaron Rodgers with some crafty semantics. Apparently the NFL has considered him unvaccinated. He's been on the sidelines without a mask. He's been giving in-person press conferences without a mask. Seems pretty cut and dried here, but how do you think the NFL is going to handle this situation? Well, a couple of things. First of all, like we, I mean, I, I knew he was, I knew he was unvaccinated for a little bit, but I think a, a lot of the public did not, but everyone in Green Bay did. And every, all of his teammates knew he was unvaccinated. He wore a mask around the facility. He tested daily. So, you know, he, when you, when you're unvaccinated, you're not allowed to leave during your bye week There's all sorts of things you're, you have to do. And he did all of those things for unvaccinated players. You know, he did not wear a mask on the sidelines, but I believe there was some technicality there where he wasn't inactive. He was actually active, even though he didn't play. The press conference is yes, so maybe he gets fined for that. Now, there were some press conferences where you saw him have a mask around his neck but not actually wear it. So I would imagine when the NFL looks into it, there'll be some sort of fine for Rodgers and for the Packers. Um I'm not sure it's going to make a dent in anything unless we're talking draft picks, which, you know, the Raiders got lost to draft pick. I think the Saints did as well. So if we go back to last year, there's some precedent where some of the penalties could be really painful. Um, but, I mean, certainly, a, you know, quite a strange day yesterday. Today's off to a little better start, but quite a strange day yesterday. Well, the trade deadline came and went, and Deshaun Watson did not get moved. Do you expect at the end of the season – that more teams will be willing to jump in and make big offers for him, yeah. or does it still feel like the Miami Dolphins? Well, so a couple things, because let's say it's just the Miami Dolphins, right? Well, they wouldn't do it because his legal situation had not been fully handled and he hadn't settled with everyone. Well, I don't know if he's going to have settled by February either. So, like, the Dolphins wouldn't do it then. Might they also not do it now, like in March? Right. That, that's a question. Now, and it's, we're never going to know the answer unless we become Stephen Ross and fast forward to March. That is a really tough question, so I don't know the answer to that one. But, yes, more teams are going to be interested. I'll just say the Carolina Panthers are going to be one of them, right? I mean, they, they bowed out of Watson now because they wanted to speak to him. You know, come February, March, they probably will be able to speak to him. They could be in the mix. There's going to be an unbelievable amount of quarterback needy teams, an unbelievable amount of quarterback needy teams this coming off season. He is going to be, you know, there's going to, and there's, there's going to be a lot available. I mean, potentially Rogers, potentially Russell Wilson, several others, but he's the best of them. So, you know, they could have gotten a three first rounders and more. I would imagine they're going to be able to get more in the spring. Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, dropping the knowledge rap sheet. Thank you. We'll catch you next week. Have a great weekend. All right, look forward to it, guys. Take care. Interesting uh, nuggets there on Watson, and yeah. uh, Carolina would end up jumping back in. The word out of Houston is that before the deadline, Watson tried to settle, and it broke down, and that's mm. why he is still a Houston Texan. We roll into hour two. Stephon Gilmore had some interesting things to say yesterday about how his situation ended in New England. That, and we'll talk hockey with Andrew Raycroft at 11:10 next.